Hello there, and welcome to episode 76 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. First off, if you listened to last week's episode, I am proud to announce that I've officially cleaned out all the suitcases, all the things. Spring cleaning actually happened on spring equinox, and I mean, if that doesn't make you smile, really, like, what else does? (laughs) Um, But as I talked about last week, today we are going to talk about what the heck do you do whenever you have a copycat? And I'm going to relate this a lot to work. Um, If you're an entrepreneur, this is going to be a great episode for you. However, this is something that will be relatable with every venture of life, if you will, right? You might get a copycat with the way you dress. Like, I know that might sound so elementary, if you will, but you'll face this struggle throughout different phases, ventures, and chapters of life. Um, it's been really weighing heavy on my heart, and, uh, if you didn't know, I'm the host of the damn show, so we're gonna talk about what's on my mind. Uh, I hope that this episode brings you some joy. Uh, it might ruffle some feathers if you realize that you have been the copycat, if you will. So, let's start off with coffee, because coffee makes everything better. Go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of joe, whatever it is that makes you smile, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat. Fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, per the usual rundown of the show, I normally start off talking about a sponsor. I haven't mentioned Manduka in a while. They have been my go-to yoga mat for literally almost a decade. Uh, And I've had the same mat for literally almost a decade. So I know the price tag can be a little intimidating. Uh, I recommend the Pro Mat if you're looking for a regular everyday use. And um, you can use the code DanielleC10 or the link in the show notes to save you some money on that big price tag. If you are local to the area, uh, to the 757 in Norfolk, Virginia, I do sell yoga mats at the yoga studio, Sky's Limit Yoga Co. So you can always swing by there as well. Uh, But they have other good products that are great bang for buck if you are not looking for more of that lifetime mat. Uh, I have also had for almost equal amount of time their travel mat. And whenever we were in Aruba, I brought that with me, used it uh, almost every day that we were there. Some days I did yoga on the sand, so I just just used my towel. But overall, they are such a great company. Their products are amazing, their statement values, all the things. They truly stand by the products that are a lifetime guarantee. Uh, I just, I couldn't recommend them more. And this episode, like I said to start, is really weighing heavy on my heart. So I have reflected a lot on this while on the mat. Sounds hippie, I know. Uh, But it's true. Like if if you have something that is really bothering you in more of the mental or the heart space, I think one of the best things of movement is that it gives you time to reflect or time to be able to maybe see things in a different light, especially whenever you're in more of the yoga setting, whenever the 
goal a lot of times is to work on quieting mind or calming heart. As you're working into the calm, the quietness, other things might start to pop up, right? Like other thoughts start to uh, appear. Little light bulbs are kind of like going off in the head uh, where whenever you're more like a movement of working out, if you're like me, you're more like, ah, fuck this. But uh, whenever you're on the yoga mat, you might see things with a little bit more of a calm mind, if you will. And that's how I was able to get to today's episode. Get to more of the calm mind because a lot of this copycat BS was just at making me angry. And let me start off with a bit of a backstory or a bit of my reasoning why it was making me angry. I'm pretty sure, well, if you have listened to the show for a while, um, you then know that I have one tattoo. It says, inhale confidence, exhale doubt. It is a mantra of mine that I use regularly. Um, It is my only tattoo and uh, it really does mean a lot to me. I think I've always been a confident person. But I think that I, because people just always viewed me as confident, I then didn't allow myself to fully see the areas where I was holding doubt. And as soon as I started to let go of doubt, do literally what my tattoo says, like breathe in confidence, release doubt. uh, As soon as I started to practice that regularly, I then had so many different avenues, even with Sky's Limit, open up to me. I had different avenues of my life. I was in a relationship for years. And once I started really connecting to that mantra, I was able to really let some of that shit go. Uh, it, it, It helped me in so many aspects of life, from work to life to beyond. So I truly do feel that whenever you go to copy, it is because you lack confidence. Like, You are searching to be that person because you do not have the confidence to be your own person. And I know using just the term person is very broad, right? Sometimes people are like, well, I'm still me. I just really admire this quality of theirs. And I would like to achieve that quality. I want that quality. I want to be more like that. I'm sorry, but in my opinion, we all have several pieces of our own puzzle. We all have areas that we feel stronger in and areas that we feel weaker in. Just because you have something that is a weak area or maybe even a strong area, that doesn't mean that you have to directly take something from somebody else. Now, I am a full believer of learning, my friends. I am a fan of I learn something new every day is a phrase that my grandmother used to tell me as a kid and I only see that becoming more and more true the older that I get. However, I think that there is a difference between saying, I would like to learn from you. Can you, uh, are you able to coach me in this area? As opposed to you directly saying the words, I want to be like blank, insert person's name. So one thing I have heard a lot recently, and I hate even saying this out loud, to be honest, because I feel like it makes me sound so cocky. And even though I'm a big fan of confidence, I am not a fan of cocky. And uh, that's not the case. So I really, I really hope you can grasp that and feel me on that, that I am not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not sitting here with like 20 hair flips as I'm speaking into the microphone. Uh, I am literally repeating words that I have heard and that others have told me they have heard. And it is just literally the direct sentence. I want to be more like Danielle. 
And if you have ever said that, not necessarily about me, but just in general, I want to be more like blank, then please continue to listen. I'm sorry if this ruffles your feathers. I'm sorry if this makes you feel uncomfortable. But once we can hear and feel that bit of uncomfort, we can then move into comfort. And I think that that's always a goal. If you're sleeping and you have a shitty pillow and you're not comfortable, I hope that your goal is to buy a new fucking pillow, right? (laughs) The goal here is to become comfortable. Become comfortable in your own skin. Be confident in your own skin. So number one, if you have ever said the words of, I want to be like blank, please note that that is not a form of a compliment. I honestly do not know who came up with that phrase, but Matt, my husband, even said recently, Danielle, take it as a form of flattery. And I hope that that's a word. Flattery, right? Why does that sound so wrong to me? Um, (laughs) That's not a word. I'm sorry. Clearly, you did not come to the show for a vocabulary lesson. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh, to me, I was not flattered by the comment. I never have been. I never will be. Anytime I hear somebody say, I want to be like blank, and they insert somebody's direct name, I I cringe. I literally cringe. Um, So I, again, I don't know who came up with the phrase. I think they're wrong. You are entitled to your own opinion. I believe that they are wrong. Uh, But let's talk about why. Why do I think that they are wrong? And it's because no matter what you do, If you are constantly trying to be somebody else, you are never then going to get that A++. You'll never get that, oh yeah, you got the gold star kind of sticker feeling. And I'm going to relate this to teaching yoga because if you've never taken a yoga class, number one, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, You can do yoga with me virtually if you live far away. Give it a damn try. If you don't know my backstory, I was the individual that literally said before her first yoga class, I do not want to sit there and meditate the whole time. And someone said, Danielle, it's a hot power class. And I said, I don't want a hot, powerful meditation. I don't want to sit there and sweat while I'm supposed to meditate. So please understand that yoga really can be for everybody. Now, for those that have done yoga, I... I would assume that you probably relate most to the teachers that you like because they feel authentic. The one thing that makes yoga so different from the professional standpoint, so like from the guide, from the yoga teacher compared to the CrossFit coach, compared to your running coach or your Pilates instructor, your Zumba teacher, like all those things. The one thing that makes yoga different than any of the others is the fact that you you physically talk more. Like you're talking the entire time. So if you don't know, I am certified as a CrossFit coach. I am no longer coaching uh, group classes. But uh, whenever I did, you go over stuff in the beginning. You are guiding people throughout the warm-up. You're guiding them throughout maybe their lift or as they're getting ready for their workout. And then something starts. The lift starts, the workout starts, whatever it is. And you're not talking as much. Now, I hope you're still saying stuff, like you're walking around to people during a lift, you're giving them feedback. Maybe it's a big workout, you're kind of just like yelling some words of encouragement or telling somebody to just suck it up, buttercup kind of feel, but you are not talking the entire time. With yoga, you got to speak the whole fucking time. It can be exhausting, trust me. Um, But because of that, you connect to a lot more of the mental body. We're not just talking about the physical movements or even the mental grit that would come with something like your running coach. Uh, You're going to talk about so many different things. 
And because I might start pulling at your heartstrings, uh, I would hope that you are then in a form where you feel comfortable with me. You feel like I'm not just rattling off uh, words from somebody else. I'm not just sitting there talking about butterflies and unicorns. If that's how you feel with the yoga teacher, you're then not going to be like, damn, that was a good class. You just don't connect to them in that level, right? So if you were to say that you wanted to be like Susie Q, the yoga teacher Susie Q, I want to be like Susie Q. And let's say for me, Susie Q was the type of person that always like made a, a giggle or obnoxiously held back from something like cursing. And let, let's say her class enjoyed that, right? And she was like, oh, well, gosh, darn it. Don't step the right foot there. And like the whole class enjoyed that. They, they could tell that that was her just being like her cute little self. And that that's her. That is Susie Q. I am definitely not a Suzy Q. If you take my class, I'll be the one that's like, damn it, we're supposed to pick up our right foot, not our fucking left foot. Like, <laughs> and like make fun of myself because I probably messed up my right and left or something like that. And my audience feels comfortable. They feel more connected to me as I say those things. So if Suzy Q was to try and talk like how I do guiding a class, people would automatically feel uncomfortable because it's not her. She's going to sound like she's in somebody else's skin, right? And that's that. That's not the point. We, do, we don't want that. We are not a, a snake, if you will, right? We're not trying to sliver out of our skin so that we're wearing somebody else's. I want you to shine like a little lion and show off all of your fur and be confident in who you are. So if you fall under the I have this tendency to constantly try to be like somebody else. I challenge you to simply ask yourself, what is it about them that you like? And stop trying to take exactly what is them and instead start to connect to the qualities that you admire. So if Susie Q took my classes and she realized that she really liked them and she wanted to be a yoga teacher, she would then fall more into the, okay, how do I guide a class and just feel organic and confident? How do I feel like I'm not reading a script because I'm very unscripted whenever I teach? And then for her, she would come up with the, oh gosh darn it, move that foot, not this foot or whatever it may be, right? Now, let's say that you're on the opposite end of the spectrum. So you are in my shoes currently and you have heard dozens and dozens of times the fact that someone or multiple people want to be you. That it, it weighs a lot on you. It really does, especially whenever you then see them try to be you and you don't like the product because then it makes you think, is that how I look to people? Because if that's how I look to people, I don't like it. I don't want that. I, th this, this is the vision of who I am and this is who I want people to see. And I can tell right now that they are physically trying to be like me and I'm not liking that image. It, it weighs, it weighs really hard. It's, it's, it's shitty, guys. It's shitty. Um, so if that is you, I have a good few, I think it's five tips, maybe six that I wrote down. I didn't write numbers, so clearly I can't count and talk that much with my little bullet points here. Um, but 
here are a few tips that I have if you are in my shoes. If you are the person that uh, someone is trying, someone's trying to emulate you. First, I would remind yourself that there really is room for everyone. So the husband recently had a uh, conference call with uh, somebody that is a mentor to him. And he gave him this piece of advice that I think really, like, it kind of just dawned on me, like the duh. Um, And he said that if you're a doctor, and let's say that in your first year, you were to make, I don't know, $300,000. And you're happy because, well, I'm assuming if you're a doctor, you have a shit ton of debt. So you're like, yay, thank God I can start paying off some of this debt. But if there are other people that, let's say, other doctors that are not happy with your success... There is something wrong with them, not you, because they are like, I mean, think about it, $300,000 for one doctor. We all know that no matter what area you live in, if you live in this super tiny little city in Mississippi, or if you live in Manhattan, you know that there is more than one doctor that is making $300,000 around you, right? Like, meaning there's enough room for that individual to grow. Believe that there is room for everyone. Whenever somebody is sitting there trying to take something that you have, trying to emulate something that you have, remind yourself there is room for everyone. No matter what venture they take, maybe they try to be you, maybe not, there is room for everyone. (laughs) Number two, this is so much easier to say than do, but just walk away. Just walk away. You hear somebody say that they want to be like you, um, uh, give them a smile, and just leave the conversation. Maybe it's something, maybe you're lucky and it's something on social media and you can physically just swipe away and not respond. If it's in person, I mean, just get yourself out of it. In all honesty, just walk away. If you feel that like heat building inside of you, take time to cool down. You are entitled to that. Remember that. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, maybe you have the awkward conversation. Maybe you have the conversation that is like, hey, I've noticed that you take quite a bit of inspiration from my work. Uh, I, I am happy that you... It's hard for me to even articulate this because it pisses me off so much. <laughs> um, I'm happy that you have found inspiration from me, but... Is there a way that you can follow this path with your own ideas? I'm happy to be here to listen if you want to bounce off some of your ideas, but is there a way that you can be a little bit more you in the process, right? Because maybe the person doesn't know that they're copying. Like, I mean, if they openly say it out loud, I want to be more like you, that's a different story. But if they don't know it, then have that awkward conversation, right? Um... My next little bullet point here, and this one definitely falls more into the entrepreneur side, is to protect your work. So uh, I have really gone back and forth. I've done a few times some uh, one-on-one kind of like mentor coaching kind of feels whenever somebody is looking to basically leave corporate America and for me specifically, go into more of the health and fitness world. I've done it two times uh, where somebody has paid me for like 30 minutes, an hour of their time. And uh, I've really considered doing it more now that I have more experience under my belt. Uh, But if I sit down, let's say you paid me for 30 minutes of my time and you're like, dude, I really want to become a running coach. I don't know how to do it. What did you do? I'm going to give you my story. 
I'm going to give you tips and tricks, but there'll be certain things that you ask and I might say, well, it would cost X amount for me to give you this document. Or feel free to basically make somebody else the bad guy. I have directly said, this does not fall under the same conversations, but I know of somebody that was interested in how I conduct my yoga teacher trainings. This is a fellow yoga teacher. And they were basically just asking for some advice, asking to see some of my curriculum. And that was the point that I drew the line. Uh, Number one, a lot of my curriculum uh, I have a copyright on. Um, number two, I did blame somebody to basically be like, sorry, I have legal, like I have an attorney and they said that this is not something that I should, you know, just give out kind of a thing. Um, that is, that is okay. Make somebody else the bad guy. I mean, I'm not lying whenever I say that. And if you are at a point where let's say somebody did legally take something of yours, like, I mean, I hate to bring legal in because I know that can be a party pooper, but um, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you, you have the, you should give yourself the respect that you deserve to be able to give yourself that bit of a uh, legal right, if you will. And my last tip would be to keep confidently creating. I repeat that one again. Keep confidently creating. So whenever somebody starts kind of taking things from you or say, like trying so hard to be you, it then sometimes puts a little damper on your own bit of creativity. And again, I'm going to relate this more to the entrepreneur kind of realm, but For me, for example, if I have somebody, and I'm going to relate this again to Sky's Limit, the yoga studio, if I have somebody that is trying to develop more of the community-based side of Sky's Limit, they're trying to grow a bunch of different events and things of that nature, and if they were to try and take every single little thing that I do... Uh, it's gonna it's gonna weigh heavy on me like I'm just gonna be like damn like I've I've worked fucking over six years for this and you just want to have it with asking me three or five questions and then whenever you start feeling that bit of like sadness and frustration it makes all of your creative juices just dwindle away so keep confidently creating and remind yourself that you do not have to tell anybody anything of what you're creating I can tell you right now, I have two projects that nobody knows of but Matt. Period. Nobody. I might have yoga teachers that work under me that think they know a lot about the studio, and they do. I I love my staff. Absolutely love them, so please do not get that part wrong. (laughs) But uh, uh, there's a, I mean, there's not a reason why I don't tell them, but it's mine, right? I'm the owner. This is my, uh, this is my bit of creativity, I'm also the one that for this, I can say, workshop that will come, I am the guide of it. I'm not asking somebody else to teach something to do something. I'm doing it. At the same time, which is something I'm going to talk about uh, either next week or the week after, about basically how to be coachable. It'll fall into that realm. Um, If you are in more of the boss-like setting, so you're an entrepreneur, you have people that work under you, you will get to a point to where, or you should be at the point if you have people working under you, that you want others to grow. You want them to grow past you. Like there is nothing more satisfying than seeing the growth of somebody that works under you. 
it, that, that you support somebody that you pay. It is the, literally, I think, the most rewarding thing in the world. Uh, and I have the space available at Sky's the Limit. All of my teachers know that whatever workshop idea they have, I either say, dope, I love it. You have to give me this, 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 and I will make it happen. And if there's other questions I have, I ask them. If they answer them and it is something that falls into what Sky's the Limit can support, I am all on board. I give them free range. I help guide them a little bit. Uh, I take care of the back end of things and they get to, they get to shine. They get to, to do what they love. And so it's, it's not that I'm trying to, from the sky's the limit standpoint, take away creativity to others. It's the fact that I'm giving them a space to confidently create. And I also am holding space for myself to confidently create. It's pretty much all I have. And, um, I know that this is, as I feel like I say every single week, a big hot ramble sesh, but I hope if anything, this just makes you realize how are you or how are you not living confidently? There is nothing wrong with aspiring for growth, for wanting something that you don't have, but there's something totally different to say, I want what that person has or I want to be them you might say I want this quality I love this trait I like this characteristic I like this little piece if I'm looking at an entire pizza if I was to cut the pizza in eight slices I'm looking at uh from one slice half of that half of that half of that I'm looking at just this tiny 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 little sliver I want that. That's what I want. And how do I make myself that? How do I make that me? Rather than directly saying, oh, I'm going to steal this from you. I'm going to take this quarter out of your pocket. How do I make my own quarter? I hope this episode made sense. And I hope that you found some value here. Or something that just made you go, hmm... If any of the above did happen, please, please, please remember to go give the show a five-star review. Uh, You can now do it on Spotify, which is really cool. You click the three dots, rate show. It's literally a super easy process. Um, I actually can't be seen on Spotify for ratings until I have enough ratings. So if you do listen on there, uh, please go give it a little tip tap of a review. Uh, you can also take a screenshot of what you're listening to, share it on Instagram. That simply allows more humans to hear the show or to see the show, which is why I'm here. That's why I'm giving you this free content, this free ramble session. Or if you would like to know what it's like to sit down and sip over a bit of coffee with me, now you know. It would be one hot mess express. Well, until next Tuesday, which I do think I'm going to go into more of the coachable-like mindset, if you will. I truly enjoy and thank you for being here and namaste and sleepy thing.